0: Shout out to friends of the show Reefer Revolution for supporting the podcast. Shout out to our new Patreon and friend of the show, Gracie Gatto. Shout out also to Joy1Love420, also a friend of the show and founder of Keystone State Reviews. Becoming a Patreon or financially supporting us through Anchor, Patreon, PayPal gets you perks like early episodes, exclusives, and, and shout outs at the beginning of every episode. Dan Scotland here joining you from Legal Grass, Massachusetts, the heartland of America. I can be found anywhere you find podcasts such as iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. You can follow me on Instagram at underscore. I am Cannabis sativa, And then you can also follow me at. IC sativa pod on Twitter. All right. Victory. Um, So like I had said in um, our excellent long-form interview with friends of the show, uh, Misty and Jesse, from the video podcast Facts on the Ground, Um, if you're not checking out their podcast, I would highly recommend you do so. They they interview a a variety of people on the left. They interview a variety of indie media people like myself, and um, they do a lot of good free speech um work regarding Julian Assange um that that man needs to be freed um journalism is not a crime um it's not a crime to expose what um, what 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 our tax dollars are doing in terms of torturing um in terms of other overseas shenanigans um i really like i really like what Assange has done and I feel that he's going through a lot of injustice, and um we absolutely can't allow um them to continue to make an example out of him, but enough digressing right now um on that interview that I was on, we talked about um I talked about states that I would bet money on would that would legalize cannabis for all adults this year and New Mexico and Virginia were very high on that list. Um, they were the they were the two states I said would absolutely get it done, and so far I'm being proven correct. Um, Virginia, um, they they uh, they voted on it. They voted on um, the 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 bill passed both their House of Delegates and it passed the Senate. Um, so it's going to go to Northam's desk, and he he has indicated he would sign it. Um, when Northam ran for, ran for office, um, in 2017, he promised that he was going to decriminalize cannabis and, and clear some records. And he's, he's made due on that promise. Um, but he's actually been moved to the left on this issue because he only said he was going to decriminalize and, and... Um, we don't even have to wait for the next governor now he's gonna sign he's it's gonna he's gonna sign the bill on his desk that he indicated he would sign, and Virginia is going to join the legal states like like I had mentioned um granted um it does not take away what it does not take away that Northam is a d bag and his i mean look up his scandal if you haven't already but um, it's good that he's doing some good stuff on the way out. Um, and I said New Mexico would be a very big candidate for legalization too, because um, Governor Grisham has been Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham has been spending political capital on this issue. Um, when she ran, I want to say twenty eighteen when she said that she was going to legalize cannabis for adults over 21 and in the 2019 legislative session because of a couple of old guard reefer madness uh democrats the bill, the the legalization bill did not leave committee in 2019 because of a a couple of old guard reefer madness politicians and um 2020 they wanted to try again but covid Made them had COVID made the leg the legislature had to recon rightfully reconsider a lot of priorities so they didn't really get to it in 2020 but this time around but this time around I I believe that they're that that they're gonna get it done um the governor the New Mexico governor Lou Hen Grisham she said that she was going to she was going to campaign against obstacles to her agenda including legalizing cannabis so a lot of the fossils that were blocking it in 2019 they got smoked for good they're out of office now and because of that now these bill now this bill has left committee um it might get to her desk i think it will get to her desk but when you're a fossil on cannabis you don't have your political career may just get smoked for good um you're you're out of step with almost 70% of the country now. If you're if you're a politician, you're still against it, particularly if you're a Democrat. That's you should not even be holding office, period. Um, this is a criminal justice issue, this is a health issue, and this is a priority. And fossils that are gonna continue to fossil are going to lose their political careers. And I'm I'm not gonna feel an absolute thing for that, because they des- they deserve to lose their political careers being against legalized cannabis. Um, so um Governor Cuomo, um Governor Ned Lamont and the replacement for Governor Raimundo of Rhode Island, all states that were going to that 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 are looking into legalization, um you're being put on notice. This is how you get this done. You actually spend political capital on this. You say you say to lawmakers that are going to get in the way of your agenda that i'm going i'm going to make- i'm gonna make sure i i i i- i i'm gonna make sure that I campaign against your opponent i'm going to campaign i'm going to campaign in favor of your opponent that's more progressive on on this issue and that's going to implement my agenda i'm going to end your political career if you're not going to implement my agenda if you're not going to put the bills that I want in front of my desk you're not going to have a very long political career. This is stuff that, that, that Governor Cuomo is too cowardly to do. This is stuff that, that Governor Lamont in Connecticut too cowardly to do. Um, and this was something that the Rhode Island governor, um, before, before Ramundo took a position in Biden's cabinet, she didn't have the stones to do this. Um, she left her lawmakers flapping the wind, and she did not tell the... Um, obstructionist Senate leader um, last year that hey I'm gonna end your political career if you don't if you don't push for my agenda if you don't put my agenda on my desk so I can sign it and get done for for what the majority of red Islanders want if you don't do that I'm gonna I'm gonna campaign for your opponent I'm gonna campaign for your opponent that is going to do it and you see this this leadership shakes bills out of committee. You know, it, it, it rouses up the voters, it gets voters to vote out the obstructionists and put forth people that are going to fulfill the agenda of the people. So shout out to her, kudos to her, and we need more of that leadership in the Northeast. Let's read the article. New Mexico legalization bill for recreational use can recreational use cannabis. Clears House Committee. This is from the lcsunnews.com. Santa Fe, a House legislative committee on Monday debated two bills legalizing cannabis for recreational use in New Mexico, ultimately sending one along to the House Taxation Revenue Committee and tabling the other. HB 12 and HP 17 both would have legalized cannabis for recreational use in New Mexico while taking different approaches to licensing and regulation. The bills were compared and debated at length in hearings on Saturday and Monday. Democratic State Reps Tara Luhan of Santa Fe and Roger Matoya of Valrade co-sponsored the latter bill, which was tabled on a 7-4 vote, effectively killing it, though the committee members encouraged them to offer amendments incorporating aspects of their bill to HB 12. The version of the Cannabis Regulation Act that emerged from the committee provides a plan for regulating production, distribution, and sales of cannabis to all adults over 21 and older through a new cannabis control division at the state regulation and licensing department. It would also permit home growing with no plant count limit. That's key. That is amazing. Um, in my state of Grassachusetts, um, multiple adults over the age of 21 in a household with multiple adults over the age of 21 can grow up to 12 plants. Um, I would like to see those limits eliminating it, eliminated entirely. I mean, I don't see such stringent limits for brewing your own beer. Um, I don't think there should be plant limits in general, but... Um, the reality is we have a lot of fossils in office so i can see why the activists um in many of these states over the last decade have put plant count limits you tried that in north dakota we tried that north dakota not having limits and it wasn't right for the people of north dakota they you know the for that constituency that didn't work um it it, it, it yes didn't even get 40 in in 2018 sadly but I'm hoping they get over the hump um, with some state-level adjustments in 2022. I'm hoping the activists that that, that put on the ballot um, in 2018 learn from the mistakes of 2018 and put forth one that is appropriate for the people in North Dakota and that will pass. Um, but I, I'm liking I'm liking this fire in the belly from from the New Mexico politicians and the governor i'm I'm liking this um i don't think there should be plant counts at all um this is a medicine and you know if you have the ability to grow your own you should be able to grow as much as you need this 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 has actual medical benefit brewing your own beer does not have medical benefit but but cannabis there's, there's so many illnesses it can treat and like we've gone over in many many episodes of our of our podcasts most people in adult use states go to the adult use stores and buy adult use cannabis to treat various medical illnesses. This is adult use cannabis for folks over 21 is effectively over the counter cannabis. It's it's, it's over the counter. That's what that's what it is, you know. Um so again, I mean I really do believe that this is a good idea not not having plant counts um i'm I'm hoping in in some of these states that that initially legalized that we eventually see that lifted. I don't anticipate that happening in my state because we're we still have a very puritanical culture um but i mean out 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 west where there's a bit more of a frontier west and libertarian bent I, I certainly see these plant counts being being lifted in, in this coming decade, but let's Let's continue reading this. It would also permit home growing with no plant count limit and cannabis licenses, unlike New Mexico liquor licenses, would not be limited in number and could be bought and sold and would require annual renewal. The state would derive revenue from cannabis sales from a 9% excise tax on sales, which would not apply to medical cannabis sales. That revenue would be earmarked for assistance to low-income medical cannabis patients and grants to fund substance abuse education and other grants for communities adversely affected by past drug criminalization. I love this. I love every aspect of this. Um, A lot of people, they don't get medical marijuana cards because they can't afford to. A lot of people, they, they opt out because, you know, Getting that doctor recommendation—that's not covered. That's not covered in through health insurance because it's still a Schedule One narcotic, according to our our federal government. Um, I know in Germany and overseas, um, there are there are some there are some countries overseas that do cover this via insurance, um, but I don't I don't see that I don't really see. That happening anytime soon, unless um, Biden takes it off schedule one. Um, he, unless he takes it off schedule one and effectively decriminalizes it. But even then, I, I still think, I still think there's going to be residual reefer madness by these health insurance companies. But we'll see, we'll see. You know, the state would derive revenue from cannabis sales from a nine percent excise tax. Oh, All yeah, right, I already read that. It would also allow for local excise taxes, but chairwoman Rep. Deborah Armstrong, Democrat of Albuquerque and co-sponsor of HB12, said that the aim was to hold local taxation around 20%, keeping prices low enough to undercut the illicit market. I'm I'm liking the way that these people are thinking. You can tell that the, um, the fossils that were kicked out, um... Again, they're they're they lost their seats because they got smoked for good because of their reefer madness. They lost their seats, and progressives were put into place that that that, that love the plant and love the people that use the plant. We need we need a complete takeover. We need to repeal and replace all our 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 state level lawmakers and all our city council people with people that love the plant and love the people that use the plant, because most most and most legislatures uh even in legal states, most of your politicians are fossils that haven't done it in high school or haven't done it in college their parents their grandparents they 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 look at the plant with contempt or you know they they haven't done it in so many decades they just associate it with 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 young people's stuff and you know they they govern with that bias in mind um you know in installing bills like 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 bills were were stalled in previous years with in New Mexico in trying to get this legal. And um even in my state, um even though it's been legal since 2016, there um fossils the party leadership fo- party leadership fossils in my state have not even put forth a bill and have not allowed for a bill to be put forward to ban drug testing. Like you could still lose your job um um using cannabis as adult use user in massachusetts and again that's because you have a lot of fossils in the legislature that hate the plant and hate the people that use it rep andrea romero democrat of albuquerque and another co-sponsor of the bill said that legislation would ensure product quality and safety and establish a lucrative new industry to diversify the state's economy under questioning from committee members however proponents again conceded that there was not yet a reliable measure of cannabis intoxication akin to a breathalyzer or blood test, since psychoactive component of cannabis can linger for weeks in a person's system new mexico cannabis chamber of commerce director ben lewinger said revenues could fund training for law enforcement officers in field tests for impairments from non-alcoholic substances, saying that about 300 drug recognition experts are, ready, are already certified in the state and that that force can be expanded. At Monday's hearing, committee member Luis Teranzas, Republican of Silver City, Proved lawmakers at length over public safety concerns, saying that he was once a supporter of legalization, but changed his mind based on reports that narcotic traffickers simply switch to selling other drugs. Again, I live in a legal state. I've not noticed I've not noticed that the that, that more people are pushing crack or heroin or anything like that. That is never that has not transpired. Um, in my experience, living in a legal state. So, again, he's just pulling um, facts out of his butt to reaffirm his bias against the plant and the people that use the plant. Again, these fossils need to be smoked for good. This guy needs to be smoked for good whenever he's up for re-election. Terrazas also balked at allowing providers with previous convictions to obtain licenses under the new system. F this man. F him. This is... This, this, is a medicine that should have never been illegal but due to racism and due to white supremacy and due to henry Esslinger not liking black people and mexicans that is why cannabis was made illegal i mean prior to the 1930s and prior prior even to the 20th century this was in the former this was in the american pharmacopoeia this was widely used as a medicine up until the 20th century so again he's pulling facts and and bs logic out of his butt that's what he's doing because he hates the plant and he hates the people that use the plant and he wants to stymie legalization but let's but again i mean if you again i see making cannabis illegal and and and, and jailing people for using the plant, I see it as akin, and I've said this previ- on previous occasions on this podcast. I see this as akin to Copernicus, who was saying that the 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 Earth revolves around the sun. I see putting people in jail as the same sort of thing. You're putting pe- This is this is like putting putting people in jail for a medical plant. Is like putting people in jail for believing the sun, the, the earth revolves around the sun. That's exactly what it is. And that's what I'm going to be telling my grandkids. And that's what my grand my great grandkids are going to be saying decades from now. That's what's gonna happen. That's what we're going to see it as. That's what it, it is. And hopefully, you know, by the time I'm an old man, I'll be telling my grandkids about the crazy time we we made plants illegal and we made altering your consciousness illegal. Hopefully it'll be past history and, and 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 drug prohibition will be smoked for good. I never get I never get tired of using that saying in case you know. <laughs> but again, let's continue. art arguing that those who violated the law in the past should not be eligible, especially if those convictions involved other legal narcotics. Again, this this is again jailing people for believing that the sun that the earth revolves around the sun again the, it was a mistake to harm Copernicus for pointing that fact out, but again he got a lot he got a lot of hate for for putting out facts, and again this should have these people should have never been arrested, so they absolutely should have the right to use um to 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 have their records expunged and to work in this new industry. They should get get priority because we ruined their lives over Romero countered that his aim was for experienced providers to break good and operate within a regulated environment and its accountability measures. Terrazas suggested that New Mexico was not ready to welcome legal recreational use. And we're not ready to keep having you as a as, as a politician representing the state. So kick rocks, bro. Expressing concern that education and preparation for adverse consequences would follow legalization rather than precede it, another committee member, Albuquerque Democrat Miriam Matthews. Asked co-sponsors or ask sponsors of both bills to explain how they balance the state interest in public safety against harvesting revenue from potentially harmful conduct, as with lottery and alcohol sales. The debate revealed distinct theories on the value of 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 plant count limits. HB 17 would maintain adjustable limits on the number of plants producers could cultivate, while Lujan advocate advocating for a grow grow as we go approach controlling supply in order to protect against price fluctuations that can drive small producers out of the market and seed the field to larger enterprises. Again, any, any recreational bill needs to be pro small business. You can't have it where a but where it's like my state where the barriers of entry and the fees and all, all the paperwork and all, the bureaucracy to get involved with in this industry is so expensive that only big cannabis producers and only people with millions of dollars and giant pockets can get into in the market. And again, they're only going to do this for profit. They're not going to do this for love of the plant and love of the people that use the plant. And they're going to charge you when you, when you have a, a limited licensure and when you have it, so only big pay players can get in the game. These big players are going to want a return on their be- investment very quickly, and as a result, they're going to price gouge and charge the the citizens an exorbitant amount for for adult use cannabis. Again, this should this is a medicine. I want to see I want to see it like Oregon, where it is fifty dollars per ounce or for outdoor ounce or whatever. This is a medicine. It should be as as inexpensive as a medicine should be as inexpensive as, 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 as uh, what's the name, Advil or whatever, for example. I don't think you should pay more than six bucks per ounce. This is a medicine. It needs to be accessible for everybody that can benefit from it. We need more access and not less. And you, you need small growers, you need small caregivers, you need s- small businesses and the average Jane, the average Joe to have a chance. When you make the barriers of entry high like you do in my state, only these millionaire companies can get involved. And then they can keep the prices high because, A, they want to return on their investment. And, B, you don't have much other places to go because all the other companies are, are big corporations. But, again, in my state, you you do have home growth, so there is leverage. And I do... I, I do enjoy getting home growth from friends that, that grow their own, and I'm not having to give these dispensaries money until their prices become up to snuff. And everyone, everybody in every state should have that amount of leverage. Let's wrap up the article. Romero, on the other hand, argued that plant count limits could create supply shortages and an opening for the illicit market to fill the gap. Yeah, kind of like what's happening now in Massachusetts. I mean... Recreational still well over three hundred an ounce. Um, so people are there's still a lot of people buying, you know, from from the traditional market and buying from, you know, from from again the traditional market because the legal market's still very expensive now. So I'm sure, and it's like that to a degree in Illinois too. Um, the illegal market's still pretty expensive, um, so people are still going to their guy or gal or growing their own. Romero, on the other hand, argued that plant count limits could create supply shortages and an opening for an illicit market to fill the gap. An echo of past arguments over plant count limits in the state's medical cannabis program. Lawmakers also debated the right balance between regulating through statutes versus administrative rulemaking, the latter offering more flexibility to adjust regulations to the developing marketplace and consequences. And Teresa's expressed concern about the consistency from one administration to a next. HB 12 precedes the House Taxation and Revenue Committee, while two Senate bills, SB 13 and SB 28, are pending in the state Tax, business, and transportation committee. New Mexico legalized cannabis for medical use in 2007, instituting a program regulating regulated by the state Department of Health. Recreational cannabis has been legalized in neighboring states like Arizona and Colorado, while the Texas Legislature is considering legalization as well. Again, there's a fat chance it'll happen in Texas because the Republicans still control the legislature. Um, Governor Abbott and Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, the Lieutenant Governor, um, like we've talked about of, of of Texas, is effectively in charge of the of the Texas Senate. And because he hates the plant and he hates the people that that use the plant, he's gonna he's he's going to block any any uh, legalization bill from ever being voted on or ever getting to Governor Abbott. Um, I highly doubt that Decrim is even going to get get on Abbott's desk, even though Abbott does want Decrim to a certain extent. But again, he's probably going to play the good cop, bad cop game that he played um, two years ago, the last time their legislature met up. Um, I, I I do I really don't think they're gonna I really don't think Texas is going to get decrim this year. I do think that they will get modest um improvements to their very restrictive medical system. But let's let's wrap this up. Recreational cannabis has been legalized in neighboring states like Arizona, Colorado, while the Texas legislature legislature is considering legalization as well as the federal government of Mexico, which could become the third country to do so after Uruguay and China, and, and Canada, excuse me. So, end of article. Um, I can be found anywhere you find podcasts such as iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. You can find me on Twitter at pod and on Instagram at underscore I am Cannabis Sativa. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and ciao. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are quite a few ways you can do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to HTTPS colon slash Discord channel can be found at HTTPS colon slash slash Discord dot Greg Greg slash 65 five t g two n r again that is h t t p s colon slash slash discord dot g slash six five, t g two n r feel free to check out Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp based products you can check them out by the link h t t p s colon slash b i t dot l y slash three three f k r v